I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify, and NHM NewcastleHunterMamas.com. Hunter GWM Havel are proud to support NHM Newcastle Hunter Mummers. They've got stock ready for immediate delivery in H2, Canon, Canon L and H9. Did you know all vehicles are backed by a seven-year unlimited K's warranty? Inquire now. Hunter GWM Havel. NHM, I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge. Well, you know, we use Botox and... I've had some filler and it's never pleasant to get older. And you know what's even worse is your parents getting older because you love them so much. And then it brings up things of like, oh, one day they won't be here anymore and I need to look after them that like they looked after me. And it can be a really confronting time. What do you reckon, Beck? Oh, I know. I've, I've, I'm have I've, a one parent only girl. So I lost my but dad. But your mum is absolutely incredible. Yeah, she's doing well, really well, but she's starting to show her age a bit more these days, unfortunately. But um, I lost my dad and I felt that he was quite young at 75, which I suppose yes. isn't that young, but... Um, it is confronting when you get to a little bit older and you are the parent and you don't have your own parents anymore or you're worrying about your parents and that kind of thing. It's a pretty confronting feeling. It really is. Yeah, and I guess the thing is that a lot of us have never been through this before, so we need to know how to navigate it. And the good thing to know is help is at hand. The government can do a lot for you, just like they do for us, you know, as working um, mums and working parents with childcare. There is help for you out there for your parents. So next up, we're going to talk to Kylie from Let's Talk Seniors and Anglican Care about how to help your parents as they get older um, navigate the home package system from the government and other things to do with seniors. NHM, I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge. We are super excited to be joined by the host of Anglican Care's Let's Talk Seniors today. And we are talking about caring for our parents as they get older. Now, obviously, you know, that's a really hard thing because, you know, it's really hard for us, like emotionally as well, to see our parents getting older because we love them so much and they've had us since they Mm. were super little. But then, you know, as they get older, sometimes it, they depend on us a lot more. So um, we're going to talk about, you know, what that can look like and how we can help them, you know, with that journey. So thank you so much for joining us today, Kylie. Oh, my pleasure. I'm thrilled to be here. And I guess it's a little bit of that role reversal too, isn't it, Mel? Where, you know, we're used to our parents. Yeah, (laughs) we're used to our parents looking after us and then the tables turn slightly and that can be a little bit, tricky to navigate for everyone involved. A hundred percent. So what would you say, first of all, would be like the key indicators to indicate, you know, um, it might be time to get a little bit more help um, with your parents or, you know, what that might look like? Well, I think that um, if you notice that that your parents or your parent might be struggling a little bit with those day-to-day tasks, Mel. So I haven't been through it personally with my own parents because they're ridiculously young because they had me at a very young age. Um, but I have been going through it with my husband's mum. Okay. Um, and we just she, she's a super um, sort of fit lady. She's now in her 80s. But we've just been noticing she's kind of getting a little bit unsteady on her feet. Uh, so she's always been a keen gardener. She's struggling to get the gardening done. 
Uh, she lived alone, so we found that she wasn't eating as well as she could be because she just couldn't be bothered, you know, yeah. that cooking for one person can be really difficult. Yep. Um, and we were just worried about her falling, so we just, like, she was doing some crazy things, like she was telling me that when she was sitting on the toilet, she was grabbing the handle of the door to get pull herself off, um, which is very dangerous. And just a few little things like that that were sort of raising alarm bells for us and making us think that uh, she needed a bit more help and assistance. And what, what, so when you say help and assistance, what does that entail? Is that um, moving or is that getting someone that comes in and helps? Or Yeah, so what we did with my mother-in-law, Beck, is we decided to get some help in the home for her because we want her to stay living in her own home. Mm-hmm. She's in a really great unit. She's close to shops. She's close to a lot of her family. So we really wanted to maintain all those community connections for her. So we decided to get some help at home. And so the first step um, for people wanting to seek sort of government-funded services for their parents at home is to contact My Age Care. That's um, sort of the government first portal that you hit when you're looking for services. And they've got a great website and a 1800 number. So is My um, Age Care, is that what we'd use as mums, like MyGov? Is it similar? Yeah, it's all joined up together, Mel. Like all those, you know how you can go on and jo- uh, or join up all your government services? Okay, like Centrelink and yeah, yeah. So we can add my H care to our services, is that right? Uh, Actually, I don't know if you do that, but it's certainly part of that circle of kind of government support around. So that's a national. A national. It's a national, national. And you ring that number and just say, look, I've got a parent or your parent can ring, you can self-refer, you don't, or your GP can help you. Okay. You say, look, I've noticed they're struggling and they organise for an assessment to take place and then they advise what sort of services they're suitable for. Okay, that's great. So so say money aside, if, if that's not the issue, what's the benefit of keeping the parent within their own home, or parent or parents, I guess, within mm. their own home or um, or seeking aged care, an actual facility? Well, I think for most people, their preference is for the, to stay at home. They would want to stay in their home rather than go into an aged care home. So, and the government's kind of encouraging people to stay at home. They're releasing more home care packages. So what what we find um, is that people generally only move into a residential aged care home if there's been some sort of health crisis, okay. had a fall, and they literally just can't stay at home even with some services. Or, you know, it might be that the kids aren't living close by. Mm. So generally moving into a residential home isn't, a choice per se, it's usually prompted by a health crisis. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, so, yeah. And so, with my, my husband's mum, we're really keen for her to stay living at home. So, we got some entry level services in for her, which is called um, Commonwealth Home Support Program. There's some entry level services. Um, and we had her on the wait list to receive a home care package. Now, there's a quite a long waiting list to receive a home care package, so my tip would be for people to get in early. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah. So, if you see signs of um, your parents yeah. sort of like in some things, like you are talking about the toilet door, if you get in early, then when they really need it's going to be available. Otherwise, it could be quite a tough yeah, road. It you can think. be tough, Mark. Yeah. Um, my mother-in-law yeah, was okay. a in March of last year, and she's only just had her package released. 
So what, so when you say package, up. what's that? What's mm. that involved? Yeah, like, what does so it entail? Financial package or yeah. okay. So a home care package is a government funded support. There's four levels of care that people can be assessed for, from level one through to level four, which four being the highest level of care. Mm-hmm. And the government provides funding to individuals. So, for example, if you're on a level four package, the government gives you approximately fifty thousand dollars annually. Mm-hmm. That amount is held by the aged care provider and they work with the person who's receiving services to work out what they need to best support them to have a good quality of life at home. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it, And it's all coordinated. So like for me and my husband, we're really busy. We live an hour away from his mum. So I feel confident that the home care provider is coordinating all the different services that she gets in, right. which is really helpful for me because before she got the package, she was having different people come in doing different things, and it was I was finding it really hard to manage. Yeah, of course. In regards yeah. to Anglican care, mm. when you say that you want to get the home care package, can so mm. can I nominate Anglican care or someone else as yeah. the people we want as yeah. the provider? Okay. Absolutely, you've got total control over who you pick to come in to, to give that package. And, and as Beck says, like, trust is a massive issue. You've got people coming into your home, so you want to feel, or, or the home of your loved one, so you want to feel really confident that that's going to be a really positive relationship and there's there's going to be anything worrying going on. So you can, like, um, on the My Age Care website, they have all of the different providers. So I kind of recommend that people do their research. Um, they ring different providers. They ask lots of questions about their staffing because you want pretty stable staffing as well. Like, mm. you want, like, you know, you yeah, want your course, parents to build yeah. up a relationship, not have different people coming in all the time as well. Yeah, which mm-hmm. does happen in a lot of companies, you know. Yeah. Even, it doesn't matter which business. Often, like, some businesses you go in and there's just something, there's someone new every time, right? Yeah, which is not what, what we wanted to happen. And, like, you know, different providers offer different things, like, um, the package we went with with my mother-in-law, they've got a day centre because I felt like she was really bored and lonely at okay. home. So I you know, really wanted to have that social interaction. So they kind of pick her up once or twice a week, take her to the day centre and, and you know, she's much happier having some of that social interaction because I think when you're talking about your parents as well, it's not just about that care and sort of clinical care, it's also about keeping them connected and Absolutely. having a purpose yeah. and... Mm-hmm. Still having a fun, good life, no matter where they are at their stage in their journey. Yeah, and for sure. And obviously being social and having those kind of services available is going to keep them healthy as well, you know. Yeah, Um, absolutely. I think, you know, keeping those connections is really important. And if friends have moved on or moved away or passed away, trying to build new connections for them. Yeah. Or helping them to build connections, I think, yeah. is really important. Oh, when a partner goes, Kylie, as well. Mm. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's so heartbreaking, Mel. And you hear those stories of, of married couples that have been together for a year and one partner passes away and then the, next the other partner yeah. passes away really quickly, kind of from heartbreak, yes. which is really awful, isn't yeah. it? And, like, I look at my own parents. Like, they've been married for 55 years. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, that would just be... Awful to contemplate. Yeah. Yes. So all of those things when you're thinking about your parents, and as you said, Mel, earlier, it's so emotional because you're talking about your mum and dad. Yeah. Mm, and, sure. and that's very emotive. So, of course, you want your best. 
So how has the co- how has COVID? How's that yeah. impacted um, the senior community and things like that? So obviously that we were very limited in being able to go into facilities, yeah. but how does that impact the people that were at home receiving services within their home? Obviously, they still had to be caught like precautions around yeah, that as well. Absolutely. So. It was really challenging because like we were just talking about all that lovely social interaction, yeah. but that yeah. came to an end for a lot of people and they were very isolated. Mm. And people were also really nervous about having staff come into their homes at that time. Yeah. So we sort of, um, you know, we are very conscious about infection control and Anglican care. We are all of our staff underwent extensive training around infection control, around um, donning and doffing, which is putting on and off the um, personal protective equipment. So we really ramped all of that up. We had registers for people in their homes so that they could keep a track of who was coming in, kept up regular um, correspondence. And then we also... um, implemented Zoom, so we had a lot of our seniors embracing technology more than ever before. Yeah, that's great. I saw this um, just just horrific, I just will never forget it. I remember watching one of those current affairs shows in the middle of the COVID pandemic and there was an elderly man and, of course, all the pubs are shut. And so he used yeah. to just walk down to his lo- – he lived on his own, but his mm-hmm. favourite thing was um, every Friday afternoon just to go down and have a couple of beers and chat with the locals at his local no. pub. Yeah. And he couldn't do that. And so even talking about something just as simple as that, he was tearing. Mm-hmm. That was his – he yeah. had no family around. They couldn't travel to mm-hmm. him. I mean, I that just is so, so heartbreaking. We all complained about being cooped up with our kids. Yeah. But we were together, know. you know. Yeah, I know. Imagine being alone during that yeah. time. So isolating. So we had our, our staff were dropping off little activity packages oh, and, oh. of, you know, crafts and, and you know, Sudoku's and crosswords oh. and um, things like that. We, we joined up with some of the local schools and did um, – the kids wrote letters to our people that we provide therapy. So that was really beautiful and just things like that, which of course don't replace no, going no. to the pub weekly for your beer. But um, yeah. yeah, we tried to do as many things like that, increase our Zoom sort of capability and um, and that was how we sort of overcame it to a large extent. But it was certainly really, really hard to see that isolation absolutely and Kylie just quickly before you go when you get to that point if you do with your parents where it's time maybe to move into a facility what would you look for when you obviously you're a professional and you work amongst um, mm-hmm. these sort of facilities every day um, for people yeah. that listen all around the world for our podcast what would you, if you were looking to put your parents um, to find a home for them when they grow older, what would you look for? I would be going to as many homes as I could. Because a lot of people say to me when they come into our homes that they, they've been to homes and they come to ours because they get a really lovely feeling when they get there. So yeah. sometimes it's not about how flash the home is yeah. or all that sort of thing. It can be an older facility, but if you go there and the staff are friendly and they mm. show you around and you get a good feel or see that the other people there are happy, yeah. yes. um, I think that's probably the best indicator, Mel, and that's what people have said to me over the years as well, that if they have a good indication and a good experience with the staff when they go on a tour or visit the home, that's the clincher for them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Kylie. 
Oh, my pleasure. And we're happy to hear that your parents are like so young and bumbling (laughs) along that they don't need any of this yet. (laughs) No, so I was saying to Mel uh, to Beck earlier, sorry, that um, I'm not one of the sandwich generation because uh, (laughs) kids are growing up and my parents are still young and happy. So um, I've got very few responsibilities at the moment. Wow, I'm so jealous. (laughs) You've got got a big responsibility on your shoulders as the host of Let's Talk Seniors from Anglican (laughs) Care. So we encourage anyone, if you have a parent or anyone in your life, an aunt or uncle that wants to know more and uh, is in their senior stage of life, Let's Talk Seniors is the biggest seniors podcast in Australia and Kylie does a wonderful job with it. So make sure you have a look in Apple Podcasts and look them up and get your parents to listen and of course with Apple Podcasts it's completely free so yeah thank you so much for your time Kylie great thank you bye (laughs) see ya bye Tozer are proud to be partnering with NHM Newcastle Hunter Mummers and NHM I Got It From My Mama podcast. Why should you choose Tozer for your family? Because they're one of the most trusted brands in the Hunter, serving families and commercial premises for over 20 years. Tozer are happy to chat with you today about your family's heating and cooling needs. Just get in touch. Tozerair.com.au I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHM Newcastle Hunter Mamas.com.